0: My MSP recently merged with another MSP. In fact, we um, that MSP, which has been around since the '80s, um, is is closing up door, closing up shop, and we're helping them out with all of their clients. So part of this process is I get to go around and I get to meet all of the other MSPs' customers, and you know a lot of business owners from businesses that are long-standing in, in these communities. like Some of these businesses have been open 40 years. And I find the one thing that kind of makes all of these businesses tick, all these business owners get up in the morning, is joy. Every single one is just happy to be where they are. They're happy to be doing what they're doing. They're happy to be in their communities and helping. It's not a get-rich scheme. It's not any of that. It's just these people get up, every day and just enjoy what they do and there's a there's a good lesson there for me even i mean if if you're not enjoying what you're doing then maybe you shouldn't do that anymore but anyways we're going to do a weekly tech roundup it is wednesday february 15th hope you had a good valentine's day and this is the brew house All right, so I didn't announce what we're going to be talking about, but that's okay. We'll just run through them. I got five stories for today and a little bit to talk about it on each of them. So Microsoft just released an update to Edge that will permanently disable Internet Explorer. Now, I think that's a great thing because Internet Explorer is a terrible product, has always been a terrible product. I think that Microsoft got a big head on their shoulders back in the 90s when they overtook Netscape Navigator because they bundled in Internet Explorer into Windows And part of that big head has always been Microsoft's inability to integrate with the accepted tech. So the stuff that's RFC'd, for example, Microsoft made their own language called ActiveX when JavaScript was always uh, something that could be used. So when Microsoft finally decided to integrate JavaScript into Internet Explorer, they did it via ActiveX and it just made everything terrible you'd have to write code in JavaScript one way for Microsoft and another way for everyone else. So I find this is an actual really great thing, but it's not perfect because Internet Explorer will still live on in uh, Windows until 2029 as the MSHTML product. You can kind of see that from when you open up the help files in, say, Microsoft Office. It'll pop open kind of like a a bastardized version of Internet Explorer that will allow you to read documents and stuff. I really think that Microsoft should rip the Band-Aid off and figure out a way to integrate that with Edge, which uses the Google Engine, and just kind of be done with it. All right, uh, Google flubs their AI. Uh, So Google released an AI or showed off an AI called BARD, and um, it went terribly. And how, how can showing off an AI go terribly? It... Literally gave the wrong answers. <laughs> I think the one thing that you know when you're going to show off a technology, if its job is to give correct answers and you're a search company, maybe uh it you should practice on it before you put it out there. I don't know. I mean, Chat GPT gives different answers every time, so maybe they tried it a hundred times and a uh, hundred times it gave the right answer, but on that hundred and first try, it didn't. As a result. Google lost a hundred billion dollars in their in their market market cap, so the the stocks fell by a hundred billion dollars total, which is an insane number. <laughs> uh, but but never to fear, I'm sure that Google will work the kinks out and um, it will become a competitor to. Um, uh, it will become a good competitor to Chat GPT, uh, and like I said, and I've said since the beginning. All of this is doing is stealing from real creators, real people out there that um, put their information online. It takes all of that data, compiles it, and maybe spits out a wrong answer. And OpenAI in the last couple of weeks has, hasn't escaped controversy, as you could go to uh, Chat GPT and you could say, write me a poem about Joe Biden, and it would write a poem all about Joe Biden and his presidency. Then you would ask it, please write me a poem about Donald Trump. And it would say it can't get uh, into political things. So it it appears that the AI was probably programmed with some type of bias or its sources that it took were very biased. I I can't point the finger. But one thing is for sure that it appears that AI is still susceptible to human fallacy where it will make mistakes. Uh, and it will lean one way or another, and it's not going to be perfect. You know, the people that are touting it as it's going to replace white collar workers first and then blue collar workers, I just that can't be the case because it will make wrong decisions, and probably very often, especially if it's using human knowledge to build itself, it will make mistakes. Something to watch out for. All right, an unknown malware is infecting WordPress sites, and uh, it's sending them to Google ad pumping websites. And I think what the the takeaway here is that it um, it's an unknown malware, which means it's probably unpatched by WordPress, and it could it might not be the WordPress core code. It could be a WordPress plugin that everyone uses. You know, some people use like a Google tracking plugin or um, like an SEO plugin. It could be it could be that way, but it appears that this is actually scripted. So the the malware actors don't actually have to target um, one's particular site. They could just scan the internet for WordPress sites. Once it finds one that's vulnerable, boom, it infects the site and sends it to a Google ad pumping website, which I find this interesting, that it's a Google ad pumping website, which means that they're probably getting paid via AdSense. So when you click on an ad, they get paid. Uh, Or it's something where, well, no, it's got to be an AdSense which to me means that it leads to a particular person, but it could be a person with a stolen identity or something like that. So I don't know what the incentive is to send it to the ad pumping website if you can't collect the AdSense funds. It could be part of something that's a bigger thing that's going to happen to these websites later on. I don't know, but it it is something to watch out for if you run a WordPress website to make sure that you're up to date. Um, Only use the plugins that you need. Don't install plugins that you're not using. Uh, I think that that's probably the simplest step to make sure that this doesn't happen. Uh, the WHO is, in, is uh, abandoning its investigation into the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. There's no phase two, Maria uh, van Kerkhove. The plan has change, changed. She also cited that uh, China is hampering the search. Now, I don't know about you guys, but something that could go out and force businesses to close, restaurants to close vaccine mandates and everything like that to just stop an investigation that that we can't do that that is of course unless they already know the source and they don't want to put it out there that could be the case and probably is but probably unrelatedly unrelated there there appears to be steep declines in data science skills among fourth to eighth graders so I looked at the I looked at the data on this and I, I got it from the data science let me just give you the website. Uh, data science for everyone.org and what I found was is that right in 2020 the the scores of the testing just dropped dramatically like by 30 points so if you were getting a 290 you're now at you know a, a 2 a 260 maybe high 260s so I, I you know I doubt the whole the two are related I, I I can't I can't um you know I can't put the two together but to stop searching for the origins of covid it, it's um i mean, i mean it's wrong I mean we should be putting all of the manpower that we've that we put into shutting everything down during covid to finding the origins that is of course as i said before unless they've already they know the origins and they just don't want to tell us because a lot of people would be right about the origins and it would make a lot of other people upset I don't know I'm just guessing All right, last one for the day, Ford halts uh, shipments of the F-150 citing battery issues. So yesterday CNBC reported that uh, Emma Burke, who's a spokesperson for Ford, said that they're investigating possible issues with the battery during a pre-delivery quality inspection. Uh, Ford declined to say what the problem actually was or if it affects all the F-150 Lightnings that are currently out there. I think this is a big problem with these automakers so rapidly switching to electric. Even Elon Musk says, we need more fossil fuels. We need more gas. We need more of these things that we've already been using in order to get, get it right when we actually release these products. Even Tesla, who went gangbusters the last couple of years making cars, have had a lot of quality mistakes. I think I've mentioned before, when I went to get my Tesla a few years ago, the person's Tesla that was right, you know, we rented a one-way one-way rental from Spencer to drop off at Hertz, got an Uber, went over to Tesla, and when I got there, I found out that there were people that were really upset because the cars were coming in with terrible quality, bent, bent panels, bent, you know, I mean, they were bad. And so I was worried before I even saw my car, there was one blemish on it but it wasn't bad enough driving down gravel I would have I would have made it worse anyways or I would have made it that bad anyways so it was no difference to me but we need to slow down companies like Ford aren't yet built to make electric vehicles they're just not they're a, they're a gasoline oil engine company and what what in particular about the F150 makes it uh more susceptible to battery problems than the Mustang that they've released. Are they? Is it actual battery or is it the wiring? People should be asking these questions because if my car is going to catch on fire, I, I think I should need. I think I need to know. <laughs> now I'm not saying that cars are going to catch on fire. I have no idea because Ford won't tell us what the problem was. Um, so yeah, their they're, um, shares of Ford were down about one percent yesterday, and um, the stock was trading for under thirteen dollars a share. Here's the thing. Ford also doesn't have a timeline yet for when they will resume shipments. So they're pouring all of this money into the into the um, electric cars and they can't even move them now. They can't get them off the lot. They can't get them out of the building <laughs> to sell them. So I'm sure that Ford is, is working day and night to fix whatever the problem is. But for now, you can't get a Ford F-150. I don't know if this affects what's on the lots, if there isn't even on the lots, I I do see as I'm driving around town anecdotally that it seems like car dealers are getting more cars, but not to where they were three years ago, but they are getting more cars. So that's a good thing. So I don't know how backed up they were with the shipments of the F-150. But anyways, that's what I know for today. I hope you have a great Wednesday and I hope you'd enjoyed this episode of the Tech Roundup on the (laughs) House.